Koinonia, Christian Fellowship, Communion with God, and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. I am Tom Brown, and your host today, Lance Rawhoff. Hey everyone, welcome to Koinonia today. I'm Lance Rahoff, and I'm excited about our guest that we have in the studio today. I'll introduce her in just a moment. She has such a unique ministry, one that you probably didn't even know existed, and yet there's such a, a huge need for it. And uh, as I start off most segments uh, when I host a show, I just like to remind people, the city and the state that we live in, in Arizona and Phoenix, uh, the metro area, the Lord is doing crazy cool stuff all over this city. I mean, I'm, I'm always amazed at how uh, many things are going on around this city that I had no idea. I've been connected for 20 years in the Valley, uh, pastoring for 10 years, and now I'm on Young Life staff, and I have the privilege uh, to meet so many people all over our state and then I'm constantly overwhelmed and wowed by what God is doing. And people even move here to Phoenix because they sense that God's doing something in Phoenix or even from around the world. I meet people who uh, say, like, I know that the Lord's on the move here and I felt like I was supposed to come here. And they sometimes show up not even really knowing what they're going to do. But I say that just because if you're listening and you're driving around this city, pray for our city. Uh, the Lord um, hears our prayers, uh, but also the Lord is so good at creating divine appointments and meetings between people to go, oh, wow, God, you're up to that. And, and, and the Lord wants to draw you in. Uh, you have a, there's a plan for your life, not just a plan. There is a plan for you to know Jesus better and the calling on your life. But that plan gets worked out when we start to be obedient and pray and we're faithful and go, okay, Lord, I'm going to step into this area. And, and faith is because we don't know what the outcome is going to be, but we go, Lord, I believe you're working on my heart. And with that being said, um, I'm in front of a lady in the studio today who operates by faith. She has stepped into a ministry that um, I didn't even know existed until, you know, a few years ago. But, oh, man, is there a need? This is Alicia Seifert. And, Alicia, you are um, with Young Life staff. Yes, I am. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's so good to have you. Now, what, when, so if I meet you on the street and I say, Alicia, what ministry do you do? How do you explain it? Okay, well, I get to be a part of Young Life Military Club Beyond Ministries, and that means that I get to reach out to um, middle schoolers and high schoolers that have parents that are in the military. Oh, yeah. So And so it's so interesting because I think when anyone who might know Young Life, or even if you think about youth ministry, you think about church youth ministry, you think about, oh, yeah, Young Life ministry as well, or, you know, there's other youth ministries around, but you typically don't think about the military base. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's such a huge need. Um, our military brats, and yes, they do like to be called military brats, <laughs> um, they, you know, they move around a lot. Um, they go to a lot of different schools throughout their life. And a lot of times they just have to pick up and go because uncle Sam says it's time to go, you know, it's, it's time to get new orders. So, um, my ministry is great because, because they're constantly walking through new doors all the time, wondering if they're going to fit in, wondering, what the next base or post is going to be like. Um, when they come to Luke Air Force Base, they get to 
get plugged in with me and I'm going to allow them to have a place that feels like home and and make them feel welcomed and give them permission to be themselves. Yeah, that's so good. And we'll talk more in our in our next segment about this, but something that you just alluded to was that just pick up and leave. And you think about uh, Koinonia, which is the show that we're on today, right, is um, the Greek word for community. And and the Lord has community for us. And it's hard to do community when you're moving all the time sometimes. But but the Lord has a plan in that, too. And so I want to speak into that. Also, when we come back, I want to know what is if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? So join us. Don't leave. This is going to be a great hour with Alicia. Welcome back, everyone. This is Lance Rahoff, and I'm with Alicia Seifert today. Alicia does Young Life. She's on staff, but she does it in an area that a lot of us would not think that Young Life exists, but it's actually on the military base at at Luke Air Force Base, correct? Yes. So you do Young Life with high school and junior high kids at Luke Air Force Base. And uh, and it's called Club Beyond. So for those people who are actually on the base that are familiar, the Young Life has ministry, they'd say you go to Club Beyond. Mm -hmm. But for the people that are just running around everywhere outside the military base, they wouldn't know what that means. But they just say Young Life Military. Okay, getting some terminology (laughs) because I know an acronyms and terminology is really important, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you probably have an acronym for everything if you're doing military Young Life. Yep, and I still am learning. Still learning those acronyms. <laughs> That's good. Well, when we left the last segment, I asked you if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? So have you thought about that? Yeah. I think if I could have any superpower, it would be to read people's minds. And I mean, mostly because <laughs> I really appreciate honesty. And I think that a lot of times people hide um, and pretend like they're someone that they're not. And so I think if I could read minds, then I could really understand where that person's coming from and understand um, their story and connect with them better. Well, let's try right now. What am I thinking? Oh, gosh. Uh, You're thinking that (laughs) you love life and you love what you get to do. And you're excited about what's happening in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're amazing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You have that superpower. Um, yes. Or the Lord could just give you, like, words of knowledge and right. things. And, yeah, so in many ways you do have that superpower in the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. So that's funny. Um, Alicia, it's so good. We're going to talk more about, like, just what military life looks uh-huh. like in, in ministry. on the And especially in today's world where we have all this transition going on, especially new president. Right. We have um, new rules and regulations with like ministry on, you know, the government and, and Christianity or religion, you right. know, whatever. Right. Right. But um, but we don't really go with the word religion so much because this isn't about religion. It's about relationship. And, right. and so we'll talk about that in a second. I want to ask you about you. Yeah. Um, so um, I always say I'm like 50. I'm not like 50. I am 50 years old. I'm a half century old. I'm old guy compared to you because you're young. How old are you? I'm 30. You're 30. Oh, my gosh. You're so young. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I don't always feel young, but thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So where are you from? 
I grew up in a small town in Indiana, um, born and raised in a little small town called Batesville. Batesville, Indiana. Uh, yes, Batesville, Indiana. And How many people in Batesville? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, probably about 6,000. Oh, that is people. small. Mm-hmm. So like one stoplight? It used to be, and then they ran yeah, a, a one year, just put in like four more. So, you oh, know, yeah. yeah so. so people wouldn't refer to it as a one stop light town. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is so great about Bates? I mean, no, I'm being what honest. So I, I'm not, I'm not asking. No, what, like you, you grew up in, <laughs> I want to know if I go to what part of Indiana? It's Southeast Southeast Indiana, Indiana, and I want to go to Batesville. Why would I want to go to Batesville? Like, just is there anything unique there that I well? Um, I would say if you're going to go to Batesville, go during basketball season because high school basketball is like yeah, Indiana basketball. It is the blood, sweat, and tears of the town. Um, Recently, they put in this really cute coffee shop that my sister-in-law actually helped. It's with my brother and sister-in-law's church. Okay. Um, and so it's kind of on this corner in an old furniture shop that has huge windows, and so it's super cute. But um, our claim to fame, <laughs> and this is going to sound weird, but if you ever see on in movies or on TV – or if you go to the hospital and you see a hospital bed that says Hillrom, that is from my hometown of Batesville. And they're also known to make caskets. So we've got the Batesville wow. Casket Company. So, I mean, Okay, wait a minute. So in Batesville, yes. they make hospital beds yes. and caskets. Yes. That's like the two main things, which, you know, is not real comforting. <laughs> no, they used it? to say, we'll, we'll, I would be we'll re- bring you into the world and we'll take you out of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Batesville humor. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That sounds like a great town. Now I'm excited. If you are in the southeast Indiana area of the country, go to Batesville. Check out the coffee shop uh, on the corner. Yeah, it's called Amex Well. Um, It's in downtown. It's in the little heart of Batesville. Um, Okay. And it's, it's, you know, it's a nice little stop halfway between... Indianapolis and Cincinnati, Ohio. So. Oh, it's a nice little stop. Yep. There you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Friendly now, people. So you have family still there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Most of my family's out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how'd you get out to Phoenix? Well, um, I actually went to school to be a music teacher. And back in 2010 was when I was applying for jobs and... No one was really hiring music teachers in the Midwest because they were doing a lot of budget cuts for the arts. And so I just handed out my resume at a teacher fair, and I ended up getting hired by the Cartwright School District in Maryvale. And so um, I spent four and a half years teaching. I got hired two weeks before school started. I'd never been to Arizona in my life, Um, and I just knew – because of other things that happened in my life that like God was going to provide friends. He was going to provide a place to live. Like I would be able to figure it out. So it was kind of scary just to pack up and move across the country. But, um, but the Lord yeah. did provide, and I've been here for six years, six oh, wow. and a half years now. So, okay. Yeah. That's good. So how did you get connected with young life then military? Oh, that's a good. Okay, well, I went to Young Life when I was in high school. Okay, you knew about it. Yeah, I knew about Young Life. And so when I got my teaching job, I knew I wanted to get plugged in as a leader because I just, one, I knew I needed a sense of community somewhere. Two, I'd like to find a church. And three, I loved the ministry. Yeah. Um, and that's where my heart was beating. And so, so I emailed the regional director. I had just been um, working at a Young Life camp 
in Minnesota, Castaway, and um, and I had emailed the regional director, and it was John Irwin at the time, and I was like, hi, my name's Alicia. I was just a head leader um, at Castaway for the month of July. I'd like to get plugged in to the ministry, and he emailed me back and said, oh, we were visiting my daughter there in July. His daughter was interning at the camp that I was at. Oh, yeah. So he connected me. I was um, planning to live in the West Valley. So he connected me to uh, Corey Beal, who was the area director at the time. And the rest is history. Yeah. I've been plugged in over there. And then, um, and then with the military, that actually was a total surprise to me that that was going to happen. <laughs> um I had been teaching for, it was in the middle of my second year, and I was at a leader retreat, and I was praying, Lord, I love being a teacher, um, but I also love ministry. And the things I love about teaching are ministry, but I can't do both or else I'm going to work myself, I'm going to spread myself way too thin. And so um, he just kind of let me know, like, yeah, I really want you to be doing ministry full time. So I was like, all right, when are we doing this? And um, and it actually didn't end up happening until a few years later. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I still had, I still kept teaching and I still kept going. I'm pretty sure this is my last year because I know I'm supposed to do full time ministry with Young Life. And, um, and then Luke Air Force Base actually approached Young Life and said, hey, we really, we want your ministry uh, for our teens. And so, do you know of anyone? And my friend Corey said, mm-hmm. yeah, Alicia actually feels called to full-time ministry. So I went to this thing called Discernment Weekend in Colorado to learn more about military life because I have no military background. And so I was like, okay. And I spent a lot of time feeling um, anxious and nervous because I was like, Lord, like, are you sure you want me? Because I really don't have enough experience in the military. And I kind of felt like Moses, like when when God's like, you're going to speak. And he said, yeah, but I have a stutter. And I was like, yeah, but Lord, I don't know what this life is like for these kids. And and he was like, Alicia, just be still and know that I'm going to prepare you and I'm going to equip you and I'm going to teach you things so that you can connect with these kids. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so now you find yourself in this military environment with no military experience, but Young Life does a good job training, at least getting you prepared for that as as best as you you can without – you know, the best way is just to go and do it and right. be there and experience right. it. So when you come on, uh, let me, you have these uh, teens, many who might be stationed there or might be there because their parents are there for like two years, right? Right, right. Uh, and then they're up and gone. And so uh, what what would be a common um, amount of change that a typical high school kid has experienced with their parents being in the military? Yeah. Like how, how often would they be moving? It, on, well, I know it varies. It but. Ca- yeah, it depends on their parents' rank or their parents' job. But I would say the average is about three years, um, give or take. You know, they some, would move about every three years? Yeah, but yeah. there are some, some kids that move every – they move in six months or they're only here a couple months before their parents get orders to go somewhere else. 
Um, and then some are here for like four or five years. So I would say average, it's about about every three years. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, when you think about it, like for me, you know, I grew up in, I mean, one community my whole life until I graduated high school. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, I had, it was a big move for us to move, you know, three miles away to a different house. Right. You know, right. but we, nothing changed other than right. that, you know. I so do I, know. That's how my hometown is. <laughs> yeah. So right, Batesville in yes. southeast Indiana. Visit yes. there if you get a chance. Uh, <laughs> But yes, I um, – so it's hard to comprehend what that's like, especially when community is so valuable. But mm-hmm. um, but I know that for for a teen mm-hmm. to have somebody who's going to show up and be in their life, even if it's for a two-year or one year or even a six-month period of time that says, hey, I'll help you get connected or I will be there for a place for you to talk. Right. And a place to – that you just are going to go love on these kids. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's very valuable. And I would say when you connect with those kids, they become your lifelong friends. Like, I think sometimes that is one thing that's unique about the military ministry. Because, like, in regular ministry, kids might just be like, oh, I'm off to college. Goodbye. But military families really value those deep friendships. And so it's really cool just to see how much it means to a kid to know that I'm showing up to their games. Especially, or, sorry, to show up even to, like, their graduation when their dad is deployed. Like, that is huge. Like, their parent literally cannot be there. And it's it's cool that I get to be a part of something like that where yeah. I get to be showing up. And not that I'm their parent, but I'm another adult in their life that cares about yeah, them. Yeah, you are a spiritual parent. It's certainly a spiritual mom to many. So... Welcome. We're going to come back okay. in just a minute and stay tuned with us. I got some questions for you, Alicia. Great. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. This is Lance Rahoff, and I'm with Alicia Seifert today, who Alicia does this crazy cool ministry here in Phoenix at Luke Air Force Base. It's called Club Beyond on the in on the base, uh, but it's military young life, which uh, you may not know that young life is in the military. It's funny, young life now is expanded into just to kind of divert for a minute. Is it's it's fascinating all the different ministries. It's in like over a hundred countries now around the world, and a lot of people think, oh, young life. Just for high school kids in a high school in your, you know, your public high school. But the reality is, is Young Life is now um, there's Young Life Capernaum, which is for kids um, just in its in a specific to them. Um, we have Young Life in the military, which is what you do called Club Beyond. You have Young Lives for uh, teen moms and moms in high school that have babies. And which their camp during the summer is incredible and all that you have. I mean, there's all of these different ministries that are going on and um, that reach kids because the idea is that that every kid would have the opportunity to hear about the love of Christ, that we'd get the gospel shared with them to know the hope that comes with Jesus. Right. Well, we know military kids see things and experience things that a lot of other kids don't even have a clue, right? right? One of the things that you're talking about is like their parents, uh, a father or a mother being deployed. Yeah. I mean, what is that like for a junior high or high school kid whose parent is overseas? And so they probably have one parent that they're still with. Right. Right. Yeah. It's challenging. Um, I know that I have had kids share with me just how much it hurts them that they, you know, their parents have never been home for an entire year. 
they miss birthdays, they miss holidays. Um, a lot of times, you know, I I feel bad honestly for the spouses too because they're struggling with. I'm a single parent now, and I'm hurting because I miss my spouse. But now I have to be there to help comfort my kids who are struggling. Um, I think a lot of times there's higher risk for, um, you know, like drinking, smoking. Like there's higher risk for uh, behavior issues. There's higher risk for suicide. Like they're just more at risk, especially during that time. It just seems to kind of make things that maybe are normally just regular issues turn into huge issues. And um, it's just, it's hard. There's a lot of, a lot of grieving, I'm sure, and a lot of resentment and Mm -hmm. anger and frustration. But yeah, it's challenging for the kids when, yeah, when parents are deployed. A lot of questions I would imagine that when you spend time with kids, you take them out to coffee or you're meeting with them after club or just hanging with them. And they have questions about, why does God work the way God? I mean, you know, I think probably you hear more than anything in in that type of environment. It would be like, why does God allow these things to happen? You know, right. and it's the whole, you know, um, bad thing happened to good people, or why yeah. would my parent get taken away and be fighting a war or right. whatever? Well, that and they're they're constantly worried about the safety of their parent, and that's mm-hmm. not. I mean, the typical teenager doesn't always have to worry about that, you know, like they aren't worried. Hey, is my mom or dad, you know, in a war zone like that's, you know, you just don't know. And you just pray that they come back safely. But not only that, but there's also the element of um, once, you know, they go to war, sometimes when they come back, they're not the same person that they were um, because war can change your brain and um, a lot of our military folks struggle with PTSD, which is oh, yeah. post-traumatic syndrome dis- or post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and that, you know, I know different things trigger that. And so even when mom or dad comes back home from deployment, there's a readjusting period and there's a let's refigure out the flow of the household mm-hmm. and um, how does everyone fit in when we've all, you know, like when everyone had to compensate for the loss, you know, for that period of time. So it's very interesting just to see um, just how the dynamics of families can change Mm -hmm. and just how that affects kind of the mentality of, of our teens. Oh yeah, for sure. Now are you doing, do you have other leaders with you at Club Beyond, or are you running this show solo? Well, I'm I'm recruiting leaders. <laughs> um, so if somebody has I, a heart for, for mil- military. military ministry, they need to contact you Absolutely. because yeah, yes, I would love that. Um, right now, we partner with our local Young Life, okay. and so um, so we kind of do like a hybrid where our Young Life leaders are pouring into our military brats. But I'm kind of the specialist that kind of understands things a little bit, um, you know, more uniquely and the unique challenges so that 
if something comes up, I can I can speak to it and and kind of help walk those teens through yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So tell me a story, um, something that's gone on with you, no names, obviously, right. but like just with some <laughs> people in the military there, you experience a lot of different family relationships and, and not just it's not just about the kids. I mean, because obviously kids have families and have situations that really you pastor or minister very much to the whole family. Yeah. Um well, I want to, there's a couple, I have a lot of stories, but I will just share this one for right now. Um, we had a kid who, when I first started this ministry, um, they had just moved to the base and um, they had gone to Club Beyond in England. And so they knew the ministry, which was awesome. So this kid would come to club and I was talking to this kid's mom one time and she said that he came home from school and said, mom, if I don't go to school tomorrow, nobody will notice. And the thing about this kid is he, he goes to a school of like 2000 kids Mm. and, and you know, there's a sprinkling of military kids throughout, but it's hard, you know, to know who is and who isn't. So they, it was probably hard for him to connect. He's also super introverted. And so, that just broke my heart to know that. Um, and I was thankful that he felt comfortable coming to club. His first club, he like sat on the side of the wall the whole time. And my buddy Tyler went up and, and sat with him. Like, you know, this kid did not want to participate because he just was too anxious about like, oh, I don't know how I fit in. And, um, and okay. So that was like when I first met this kid. So then fast forward like a year and a half. Actually, we'll just say even a year. He is like he came to camp with us. He he didn't want to go to camp because he hates crowds and camp hates... like at Lost Canyon, yes, up in yeah. Williams, Arizona. Yeah, sorry, a weekend okay. a weekend winter camp. Okay. He came. He did not want to go because he doesn't like crowds and he doesn't like surprises. Which, if you know anything about Young Life, that's where the crowds crowd and is. surprises. Yes, <laughs> and you never yeah. know what to expect. Um, but he came and. Um, now he is he's a senior this year and um and it's really exciting because when he comes to club he's been bringing friends he's got he's got a little posse now he's got his little like his friends that he hangs out with and he connects with and um and I've also just seen him his awesome dance moves <laughs> <laughs> um he just comes he's been coming out of his shell so so to see this kid go from Man, I don't fit in to I'm I have friends now and I'm inviting them with me and it's just really cool to see that transformation happen. Um now if we're talking about other challenges that I've seen with um with our students, I would say I've got one girl who last year she was a senior and um her dad was deployed. And her mom was thinking about divorcing dad and her sister had just dropped out of college and kind of excommunicated herself from the family. And so I asked her, I was like, man, you know, that's just really a lot of hard stuff. And how are you dealing with it? And she's like, well, I just keep myself busy all the time. And, um, and I was like, yeah, but like, so your dad gets, he gets some time off during deployment, right? Like, do you think he'll be able to make it to your graduation? And she said, I don't know if I want him to come to my graduation for my birthday 
or when I go to college. And I was like, oh, like those are all big yeah. things that he has to choose. Um, and thankfully, he did get to come to graduation, which was really exciting. Yeah. And there's also some redemption in this story, too, where um, when dad left for deployment, mom was thinking about divorcing him. When he came back for that graduation, they started to mend things and they started to communicate. And I'm, I haven't checked in with them recently, but... But I know that she's like, I'm not going to divorce him. I want to work through it. It's going to be hard, but God is bigger than this. And so I'm going to choose to work through this marriage and choose to make this um, a priority and not just give up on it, which is cool. So it's like, like you said, it's not just the kid. It's the whole family a lot of times. Well, Yeah, it is. I mean, it is because what goes on with the kid also, you know, it is a parent of two boys. I have two boys that are 13 and 11. Uh, you know, I tell young life leaders, I tell young adults who are connected, I say, you you have no idea how huge it is for someone to love your kid, mm-hmm. um, to care about your kid's life. Uh, like, it, you, you can't know what it's like until you actually experience it because you're like, wow, you really loved my kid well, right? Because obviously our kids are important to us, but... But when someone does that, you're ministering to me, like you're loving me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that, um, you know, it's like uh, when Jesus talks about it, it's like when you go and you do, um, when you go feed the poor, uh, feed someone who's hungry or clothe the poor or mm-hmm. put shoes on them or do anything like that. Jesus says, it's as if you're doing it to me. Yeah. And until I don't know until I became a parent that or even not even a parent, but my kids got a little older mm-hmm. that I realized, oh, my gosh, I have a much better picture of what that's like now where um, when you do something for one of my boys, it's like you did it to me. Yeah. I mean, it's such a blessing. So when you go and minister to a high school kid, a, a guy, a boy or a girl whose parents you know, who knows if they're deployed or whatever. They're in these different military situations, but a parent just like, wow, you know, and he, and here's the thing, you know, you can think like, do the parents even care sometimes, you know, because right. maybe you don't have interaction with them. The reality is, is you'll never know the true impact you have on the whole family. Yeah, It's so cool. That's what I love about like youth ministry in general is that it impacts the whole family and for generations to come. Yeah. So yeah. cool what Absolutely. you're doing, Alicia. Thank hey, you. when we come back from our, our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about just um, how, kids getting to know the gospel. Stay with us. Hey, everyone. This is Lance Rahoff. Welcome back. And I'm with Alicia Seifert today. Uh, Lisa, Alicia has so many great stories. She actually can't even share near all the stories today that you have because your ministry is so unique on the, at Luke Air Force Base. You actually are on, on the base with um, military kids, students that are junior high and high school age. Um, Young Life, okay, let me just throw out something. You know, I've been part of Young Life for 25 years, mainly as a volunteer until the last few months, actually on staff with Young Life now. But as a volunteer, I used to tell people, I mean, people would ask me, they go, well, it seems like it's all just about fun. 
like Young Life's just all about fun, you know, because it was different than a church youth ministry or whatever. And I love the local church and pastored for 10 years in Phoenix. Um, but when someone, do you ever get that? All the time. Yes. <laughs> Actually, when I first started, the ladies at the chapel were like, so is this only a recreational club that you have going on? And I was like, no, not at all. I get it. Yeah, I understand, Lance. I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know one of the, the terminology that we'll say is that we, we don't take ourselves seriously, right. but we take the gospel very seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what does that mean as far as like... If you're going to meet, do you have a club, a club beyond? Right. Well, you have a club every week, right? Yeah. Is that, yeah. and what typically would go on in a club? Oh, man. So I love, club is one of my favorite things, but not the only thing. Um, and club is a lot of fun. And I believe that God created fun. You know, I think that it breaks down walls. It allows kids to be kids. Um So something that typically happens at club is usually like before club, we're just kind of hanging out, getting to know kids. But before they enter club, we kind of build this anticipation and this excitement of, I wonder what's going to happen. And so we turn on the music and we usually put on music that kids listen to every day on the radio. That's, you know, appropriate, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) high energy you know, giving them high fives because we believe that that's like a great way for kids to know that they're loved is that kind of that positive um, affirmation like, hey, you're we're glad you're here. You could have been doing anything else on a Monday night, but we are so glad that you're here. And then we get to do this, a fun little game called a mixer. And sometimes it's random chaos just but it's controlled chaos Mm -hmm. and um those are usually the moments that break down the walls and um and kids laugh and i think that's one of my favorite things about club is when kids laugh and it's like a genuine like they don't i don't feel like kids laugh enough actually i feel like people in general just don't laugh enough (laughs) um but you know i just that's one of my favorite things because i know that when they're when they have the freedom to be themselves, like God wants God meets us when we are just coming to him as ourselves. And um, and so it's cool that like all of the worries of the day, all of the whatever kind of just breaks off and chips away as we create that fun Um And then another part of club that I love is when we do like a competition because one, it goes into an adolescent's like love for competing. Um, Two, it really sets them up to be heroes and to really um, help a kid to be acknowledged and known amongst their peers and, and celebrated too, which I think is great. And so club starts high energy, but then we get to kind of dwindle it down where we're singing together and there may be like a funny skit or whatever. We just kind of tone down the energy and it, it like narrows the focus at the very end where the gospel is proclaimed. And I think that is the coolest thing. I, I don't, whoever decided that that was how clubs should go is a genius because it's, it really, it just, it helps. And I feel like it, it works well for teenagers to go that way, to start off high energy, break down those walls, because then it just prepares them to hear the best news of their lives. Yeah, that's really great. And I think you're you're right on. I mean, whether it's a kid or an adult, really. I mean, there's um, 
the laughter I agree with, yeah. which is we should laugh more. We should have fun. And I mean, I, I love fun. Who doesn't love to have fun? And fun doesn't always mean like a game either. I mean, right. you can do hard things and have fun together. Oh, I yeah. Mean, right. Absolutely. Uh, totally. And but I do think that um, so that's an aspect that we'll hear. But then it's like, OK, well, so where's the depth in this? Like, where does right. the like we want to disciple Right. Kids. And right. So what does that look like? So I feel like club is just a platform for that. You know, that's kind of like laying a foundation. That's where we connect with kids. That's where we get to know a kid's name and and start to build that relationship with them. Because outside of club, that's where the ministry really happens. That's where we take kids out for coffee. We show up to their games. We ask hard questions. They ask us the tough questions, and we get to point them to Christ and and to show them. We get to come alongside them and and show them what it means to walk with the Lord through the good, the bad, and the ugly because— the reality is none of us have a perfectly like life is not rainbows and butterflies mm. all the time. And so I think it's good for teens to see that honest, authentic right. walk with the Lord and and what it looks like to trust him in those hard times and and to to have fun and to rejoice in the good times. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so. Um, yes, that's where the ministry happens. It's the one-on. It's the communication. It's the building relationship. Mm-hmm. As we say, it's earning the right to be heard, which is simply that you keep showing up and that um, kids know that you care. You right. genuinely care. That this isn't something that you're manipulating them or right. you got some great um, formula for them opening up. It's just about relationship. Right. And it's praying. It's praying so much for them um, and trusting that the Holy Spirit will open up those opportunities. And um, it's funny because, like you said, the whole like being consistent, like that's that's one thing that's great about Young Life Military Club Beyond Ministry is that. You know, our kids deal with a lot of inconsistencies. They don't know where the next place is and they don't know, um, you know, where what's going on with their parents or whatever. There's a lot of things that are not consistent in their life. Like the only thing that is consistent is the inconsistencies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's cool that like we get to be that that stable force while they're with us, you know, and we get to be consistent in their lives and to show up and and to really just point them to Christ. And can I share something else that's super exciting? Once they know Jesus and they get orders to move to a different country or to a different state, like literally we are impacting the world Mm -hmm. with the power of Jesus in their life. You know, I think that's what's so exciting about, about my ministry is like, man, it really is like taking the gospel to the world you know, because these kids are changed and transformed. Yeah. So how many like Club Beyonds do you do you know how many Club Beyonds there are? I mean, obviously, it's around the world. Right. It's not on every military base. but No, not yet. I know that that's the goal. Um, I don't know at the moment um, because there has been some transition in the last year. Um, I do know that right now in the United States, there's like six or seven Mm -hmm. and there's hopes for more. Um, They're, you know, they're they're recruiting more staff people. Um, And then in Europe, I'm not really sure. So, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. I no, don't it's have a, the exact Well, that's okay. That. I think the point I was really trying to make isn't that you came up with a, an actual number as right. much as it was that a kid could get – or a parent, right. they can get transferred and they can be part of your Club Beyond, but they go to Germany and then yes. they're part of Club Beyond there. Yes. I mean, which is which fantastic. Has, yeah, and it, that's what happened with that one kid that I shared yes. about. You know, right. he had been doing – he'd been a part of Club Beyond in England. Right. Exactly. And then they moved to Arizona and so he knew, oh, I like – like, this is cool. I want to go be a part of that. So that's exciting. Yeah. No, it really is exciting. And, I mean, I just love the the fact that um, you're following a calling that the Lord put on your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's really different than what you thought. I mean, my guess is is when you're in southeast <laughs> Indiana, that in Batesville. Right. Um, <laughs> that um, you're sitting at that one stoplight one day. And now there's several. But one time they had yes. that. And you were never in your wildest dreams thinking, I'm going to be doing military ministry in Phoenix, Arizona. No, I had no idea. Um, I probably would have said, yeah, I'll be a part of Young Life wherever I'm at. But, like, I never yeah. in a million years would have dreamed that this is where life would take me. Yeah. So, and which brings up, I'm kind of going to transition on that one then a little bit because um, it comes back to as a young woman who, um, I mean, I would just say you have so, you're certainly incredibly gifted woman. Um, you love the Lord. You're passionate about life. Like, what dreams do you have? Like, what what do you think? Like, okay, what do you lay before the Lord and say, all right, God, these are my dreams, oh, but man. I know that you're going to direct my steps, but here's what I have. Right. I honestly, like, what I when I think about my life, I don't really, it doesn't matter to me what I'm doing um, as long as I'm taken care of, but I just want to fall more in love with Jesus each day. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I want because really nothing else matters besides that because that is what compels me to reach out to people and to love on people well. Yeah. Um, I mean, on a side note, like <laughs> it would be nice to, you know, like get married and have a family someday, but ultimately like that needs to be rooted in the core of just falling more in love with Jesus every day. Yeah, that's so good. And you're right on. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is true because the more we know Jesus, the more we really fall in love with the Lord. Right. It, the the clearer it becomes of like, this is what you're calling me to next right. or what, because it's just about, again, the relationship. Right. Yeah. And so like, there's just times where, I mean, <clears throat> Uh, let me just say, so there were times where we're with the Lord, right? That we go, oh, I'm, I really feel connected, Lord. We only have a short minute left before we transition to our last segment. But where's that place that you go? And you go, man, that's a place that I can just go and be with the Lord. That you, is there a place? Like physically? Yeah. Like, is there somewhere that you escape to? That you yeah. I love to go hiking. Oh, yeah. And I love, I love just being out in nature. Um, I think that's where I really connect with the Lord and can quiet my soul enough to yeah. hear him. Mm-hmm. That's good. I love hiking, too. And I agree completely. It's like the place where I feel so connected to the Lord, can pray, mm-hmm. and you're outdoors, and you're getting a workout in. It's so good. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, we're going to come back for our last segment to wrap things up with Alicia, and we're going to have her pray for our city and pray just as the Lord leads. But it's been so good spending time with her. And so stay tuned. Don't go anywhere.
Hey, welcome back. This is Lance Rahoff, and I've enjoyed our hour today with Alicia Seifert, who is on Young Life staff. She's in charge of Club Beyond, which is the Young Life Military Ministry at Luke Air Force Base. Alicia is a woman who's passionate about Jesus, and it's been great getting to hear all your stories today and just what life, just to get a little glimpse into military life in the ministry and that the gospel's um, being presented at Luke Air Force Base. Yeah. So yeah. cool. I'd like for you to pray for us or pray for however you want, but um, for our city, for Luke. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. Mm-hmm. Our military. Yes. Yes. Lord, you are good. You are on the throne. Um, God, I just pray for our families that um, are dealing with the unique challenges of military life. And I pray that you would give strength to our military personnel. Um, I pray for our country, Lord. I pray that um, we would continue to lean on you and to trust in your goodness. God, I pray for Phoenix. Um, I thank you for this city, and I'm excited for how you are going to continue to move and work in people's lives um, so that in the end you are glorified. God, I just pray for Luke Air Force Base specifically. Um, I pray for the teens that we will be meeting. Um, and I pray just, Lord, that you would be ever-present, um, that you would continue to guide my steps. Lord, I pray that you would raise up leaders that would want to invest in the lives of teens, um, whether it's military or civilian. Um God, I thank you. Thank you for how you work in our lives and how you orchestrate things beyond our imagination. And I just pray that you would help people come alive and come together to do your kingdom work. Yeah. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. That's so good. And we just thank you, Alicia. We bless you, and we hope you're just encouraged this uh, week as you go about doing military ministry and just bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. So it's so good to talk to you. Thank you, Lance. I appreciate it. Yeah, Lord bless you. Thanks.